Hi friends, my name is Yvette and I'm starting a podcast. (laughs) Honestly, I like to talk and I like to process things and I figured what's the best way to think out everything that I'm thinking, if that makes sense. Anyway, this podcast is going to be about relationships, everything that I've learned, everything that I'm still learning stuff that i'm thinking through and everything in between anything that you can imagine um i really wanted to just get on here and share my experience and share my story with you guys and my hope is that someone listening will learn something new and apply it to their lives and or their relationships i'm currently single i'm living in the dmv and relationships are a hot topic dating is a hot topic i'm 24 years old about to be 25 and listen Honestly, since the beginning of time, since I was born in 95, all I've thought about are relationships, dating. Um, and honestly, I'm just so excited that God has taught me so much and is continuing to help me grow in this area. Um, so as this is my first podcast and I'm super, super excited about it, I decided to kick this podcast off just by telling you guys um a little story i guess like a story time if you will um of an experience that i've had um in dating so guys our story starts off um and i need to set the scene with how i was feeling so i was emotionally tired emotionally drained mentally tired i felt like i was never going to have what i was desiring which was a boyfriend a relationship um and you know of course that would extend eventually into marriage but i was mainly focused on the number one thing which was finding myself a boyfriend i had just gotten out of a two-year relationship two years ago um and being single for two years was kind of lonely i felt very lonely i did not feel comfortable i did not like being single and i was anxious antsy if you will so that's where i was and and through that i decided that i wanted to take matters into my own hands i got on a dating app and i know a lot of people frown upon dating apps but honestly guys after trying them out and using them a couple times side note they're really not that bad if you're into that sort of thing um but if you aren't you know just keep it natural keep it where you meet people in person and there's nothing wrong with that but anyway i went on a dating app um and i made a profile i was i told them what i was looking for and i started swiping left and right um so everybody knows you know like when you swipe right that's when you like a guy and when you swipe swipe left it's when you um don't like a guy so i was doing that and i was finding a lot of guys that i didn't like on there um but eventually i did find a couple guys that i was swiping right on so I was looking at this one guy's profile and I remember it stood out to me because he said, I love Jesus in all caps, not to mention that he was just everything that I was looking for, you know, like physically as well. So I was like, okay, yes, like this is it. God, 
I was like, God, you must be talking to me because this is the man for me. This is exactly what I want. So I swipe right on him and I'm like, oh my gosh, my first thought is I hope that he swipes right on me. I was pressed if, if I might say. So anyway, um, you know, I checked the app a couple days later and I'm really not pressed for anybody else. I really just want this guy to swipe right on me. Lo and behold, I get a notification that he swipes right. So I was like, yes, oh my gosh, this is this is it, this is happening. So we're talking on the app and, you know, it's good conversation over a couple of days. I'm trying to play it cool, not too pressed, not trying to make it seem like, you know, I just, um, you know, I'm, I'm pressed for, for him to like get my number and stuff, you know, so eventually we get there he asks for my number um and he we plan our first date um and it was actually a really really good date guys so we went to i remember this distinctly we went to a sushi restaurant um and i was out of my element a little because i had never been on a date with a stranger because that's essentially what he was he was a stranger so we went on this date and i remember before we went on the date he was like I was like, no, I said to him, hey, can I call you on the phone just so I could hear his voice and like get myself comfortable? And he was like, yeah. So we talked a couple times before we went on this date. Anyway, um, we go on this date and pro tip, if you're going on a date with somebody that you've never met before and you're alone, you need to share location with your friends and you need to know, you need to tell your friends or somebody um, needs to know where you're going pro tip especially if you're doing online dating because people out here are crazy so anyway um we go to the sushi place and i like sushi it's not like my first choice but it was really really good um and the thing that made the date so unique was that he brought out uno cards and i was like wow god this must be another sign because he's paying attention to me um i had mentioned to him while we were texting that I was a really good uno player and that you know I would beat him in as many games of uno that we played he didn't believe me so he pulled out the cards so I was like much respect and I like you that much more um and you know I was a little shy whatever um on that first date because I didn't really know him but we warmed up um and then I remember he asked me to visit um his church and he said he wanted to visit my church this is maybe a couple days after the date. It had gone really well. Um, so I was like, yes, a second, like, not a date, but like a second time I get to see him. So, of course, I was like, yes. And I actually thought this was a really good idea because if you are dating someone and, you know, if you're a Christian and you're dating someone, I would say it's good to visit um, this other person's church if they have a home church because you want to know, like, just the environment get used to the like who they are um who their their people are and also like the doctrine that they're partaking in and in the things that they are hearing every sunday that are being said like you want to make sure that you know the doctrine that you believe as a christian lines up with the doctrine that they believe because not all christians believe the same thing anyway um so 
we do that and that goes really well too you know he meets some of my friends at my church um it's a day where i'm singing so he's like oh my gosh you sound so great um and then i meet some of his friends his family his parents are actually the pastors of the church so i was like oh there's no way that i can really get around meeting your parents right now because your parents are the pastors at your church but i was cool with it i was like you know it's not anything um where I'm having like a sit down like this is we're just chilling like we're chilling um so I didn't really take it as anything like that um and his parents were really cool too um and I had a really good time at his church he preached and um you know we hung out afterwards um after that um things start to really kind of take off we're hanging out all the time we're calling each other we're texting we facetime a couple times he takes me to an open mic night where um i hadn't been to in a long time and i think i'd only performed at like one or two open mics at that point um and i told that i had told him that you know i love to sing and open mic nights are fun so he took me to an open mic night um and he actually signed me up for the open mic night and put me on the spot and I was pissed off side note um but at the end of the day I was really glad I did it and I'm glad that he pushed me to do it because it's something that I enjoyed doing um yeah so shout out to you I'm not even gonna name your name but if you're listening um (laughs) and you're hearing this and you know I'm talking about you thank you for pushing me because it just kind of showed me that you know I can do things out of my comfort zone and be okay with them um and that's something that that's definitely a lesson I I learned through this experience um but anyway fast forward some more um we're having a really good time or at least I am I'm having a really good time with this guy and I'm really getting to the point where I'm just like hmm we all have that thought where we're just like, hmm, I wonder what this is. And that is the golden question that nobody wants to ask and nobody wants to answer. Um, but I decided to kind of chill out a little bit um, and not ask him that because I still felt like it was a little early to ask him how um, our relationship, quote unquote, was going or our dating experience was going. So I remember... Um, around Christmas time, like we went shopping with each other for our parents' presents. And then um, Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve, we went on a date to the National Harbor. Um, we were hanging out. They had this huge tree with lights. And I love looking at like Christmas lights and stuff. So this was right up my alley. We were outside in the cold. Um, and I just had so much fun. Um, So anyway, we're like exploring the day, the night. We're exploring that night. And he says to me like, hey, like, let's go into this hotel. So if y'all know, the Gaylord Hotel um, has a performance every Christmas at the National Harbor. Um, And they put it on and they sell tickets. The tickets are like super, like stupid expensive, I think. But anyway, we kind of snuck in because... Um, we didn't have tickets, nor did we know about this before. So yeah, so we go in and it was cool. It was, I think 
the show I wasn't really interested in. I was just more interested in in being with him, being with the person and, and having fun with him. I remember like he they had this huge piano and he was in the middle and he was playing piano and asked me to sing um <laughs> ordinary people by john legend the whole kill was y'all don't don't even go on me but i really don't even know the words to that song uh yeah so i definitely learned the words after <laughs> that experience but he asked me to sing that and i was just like Ugh. um yeah so the night is going really well um you know the performance and and we're kind of just hanging around he was like hey you know like let's go explore the rest of the hotel so i'm like uh okay so we get on the hotel elevator and obviously like we can't go too far up because we don't have key fobs to get to like our rooms and stuff but we do get on um a floor and there's not really anybody on that floor so we end up looking out the window at the end of the hallway and there is the huge ferris wheel at the national harbor um we could see it from that window and it lights up and i've always wanted to like ride that ferris wheel which i mentioned to him but like the lights were also really pretty on the ferris wheel so we were just looking out the window so i'm over here like oh my gosh look at the light show on the ferris wheel like this is so cool this man comes around and like embraces me y'all like 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 a hug but like I don't want to say like from behind because that sounds weird but like yeah like from behind like a hug like from from behind um and so I forgot to mention but earlier in the date like he had been holding my hand and I was like oh my gosh like this guy is really feeling me um so at this point you know when he embraces me and like we're looking out the window it was really some like romantic like movie stuff like I never had that before and I didn't really know how to act I'm a little awkward so I was like okay Yvette just stand here this is really nice and he must like you if he's doing this so just stand here and don't make too much movement (laughs) um so you know we're sitting there and and kind of just talking and chilling um and then the night ends um we call an uber back and we have you know we go our separate ways um so now is where the story gets a little interesting because you know if you have met me in person or if you're my friend you know that i'm an overthinker you know that I I just, I need answers when I need them. And if I'm looking for something, like an answer, if I'm looking for an answer, I, I'm, I need to find it as soon as possible. So anyway, um, yeah, like now I'm kind of thinking back to that question that was in my head of what are we? Um, what am I to to this guy? I've been around his friends. I've been around his family. We've been on multiple dates. He's come out to see me. I've come out to see him. We have a good time all the time whenever we're together. He's a Christian. I'm a Christian. He's a pastor's kid. I am a worship leader. Like, this just makes sense. I need to know what we are. I need to define this relationship. So, I remember... Um, I don't remember if it was like a week after that date or what, but communication started to get a little shoddy 
between us and I just kind of chalked it up to like you know it's the holidays everybody's busy so I remember hitting him up um, after thinking about it one day and I was like you know what I'm gonna just ask him I keep going back and forth with my mind and I'm just gonna ask him what we are I think he likes me so I think I'm in the clear to ask this question and not make it awkward so I text him and I say hey like what's up hope you're doing well I haven't really spoken to you but I wanted to talk to you can you know we talk later so he's like sure hey like how are you I'm good uh yeah definitely like I'll call you whenever so I remember um I was super nervous and I just kept watching the clock because I was just like oh my gosh like I need to practice what I'm saying he's gonna call me soon and I need to be ready and ask him what I want to ask him I'm just gonna come out and say it so y'all I work up the nerve to ask this man he calls me he's like hey you know how are you doing I work up the nerve to ask this man hey you know I've had a really fun time with you and I just really want to know where this is going what we are are we dating or what (laughs) you guys don't ask questions that you are not ready for the answer for and also don't ask questions where you're not ready for the answer to not be what you want as soon as I said that, my or as soon as I asked that question, my stomach, my stomach sank and I was just nervous. It was dead silent on the phone for like 10 seconds or at least it felt like 10 seconds. It was probably less. But he goes, yeah, I mean, you know, you're definitely a very cool person. I like hanging out with you. I think you're dope. You're an amazing singer. And we're just friends. You know, at this point in my life, I'm really just looking for friends. I said, start. (laughs) You guys have to imagine what my face is looking like. First of all, I was super excited to just have this guy be in like interested at all in me and to have this guy show interest in me take me on dates and all this stuff and it's really working up my um what's my like my little ego or whatever like I was like yeah this is it like I'm about to be booed up by the end of 2019 no this man was not thinking that way and I was pissed you guys like pissed I couldn't even think straight like after after I heard him say that on the phone I could not think straight to the point where I just started to see red so after he said that I got heated um and I probably should have sat with that a little longer instead of saying what I said next but I didn't because (laughs) you know um that was a little touchy for me um And I told him, I said, very respectful, though. I said, you know, we can be friends, but don't hold my hand. Take me on dates or, you know, hug me and show me or treat me 
like I'm something more than a friend because that's not what friends do. I was going off on him, you guys. Like, I was just pissed off. So anyway, all that comes to an end. I'm just going over in my head, like, what did I do wrong? What was it that made him decide that, like, he didn't want to be more than friends with me? Was it me? Like, why? And honestly, guys, I had time to process with God, um... And I was angry. I don't think I was, like, flipping out. But I was pretty mad. I invested time in this guy. You know, I drove out to see him. Um, you know, I, I, I learned his friend's names. Okay? If y'all don't, if y'all don't know me, I'm, I'm really bad with names. Um, and it's not like, you know, I was doing him a favor or anything. But, like, I'm just really bad with names. Like, I went home and I practiced his, his, his parents' names. Um, his cousins' names, his friends' names, so that I wouldn't forget them. You know, I pra- I I I just like recited stuff to my- to myself so that you know he would know that I was interested in him. So anyway, um, it really tainted my perspective of relationships in a way that it hadn't before, and that's why this encounter stood out to me because before. My mentality used to be blank ain't blank. And y'all can fill in the blanks if you want. And it was very, I was very, very gung-ho about that. Blanks ain't blanks. Blanks ain't blank, sorry. Very gung-ho about that. Um, And I kind of had some, I thought there was maybe some redemption for, you know, Christian guys who love the Lord. Anyway... I decided after that, I came to the conclusion that Christian guys are just as bad as regular guys. They all suck, okay? And I was there in that headspace for a minute. Um, And God really had to work with me on that because, honestly, I was just so done. Like, I was just so mad. (laughs) I was mad. I felt lonely. I felt rejected. And rejection is not easy anyway, but I just didn't feel like... I was desirable after that point. I felt like there was something wrong with me. I felt like there was something wrong with guys who didn't like me. And so I really, really, really had to come to a place where I was at peace with the situation. I had to readjust my thinking. um, And that took work. Like, I'm not going to act like, you know, oh, yeah, I just one day I decided that, you know, um, guys all guys are not the same no sis it didn't go like that like it definitely took months and months of pain um and sitting with my feelings and being angry and expressing that to god like yo i thought this was for me like i thought this was gonna be it why is it that every single time i pursue something it doesn't work out and god kind of answered that with my question you're pursuing it stop pursuing that I didn't call you to pursue that right now you have other things to do in your life and I really wasn't trying to hear it guys (laughs) because this is the one thing that I was focused on so why do I tell you this story all this to say that you need to clarify your relationships 
That's something that I learned out of this. Clarify your relationships. It may be scary to ask, but I did it. And I'm glad I did it because I was putting more into this relationship um, with an expectation of something different than he was. Um, And number two, not everybody that you meet is your husband or your wife. Sometimes people are just people that you meet on the way to support you in other areas. You know, something that I've learned is just because he's a guy and he has a full beard does not mean that you have to date him, sis. Especially if he's taller than you. Well, yeah, okay. I don't really... mm, That's kind of shallow to say. I'm not even going to say that. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's not about, it's not always about what you want. Um, I do believe that God is going to give me the desires of my heart. I've made them known to him multiple times over and over. He's like, okay, Yvette, I get it. But I also believe that there's a point where I need to stop and let God take control of my situation and this was definitely part of what I learned I didn't learn this all the way either I or I learned it and I forgot I didn't get the whole concept after this one experience but I definitely took a step forward and I decided that you know okay let's focus on God You know, let's focus on what God wants me to do. So what did we learn, guys? What did we learn today? Um, If we could break it down into three different lessons, I would say the first one is it is okay to desire a relationship and not be in one while focusing on growing to be the best you that there is possible. If you think about it, how I mentioned before, I was super anxious about being in a relationship and I allowed those thoughts to really just come into my mind and take over, take my focus off of Jesus and put it onto my situation. I was afraid to be alone and I didn't want to admit it. Um, And so to me, it just looked like my situation was helpless. Um, So, yeah, if I could just encourage anybody to, you know, if you're in a state of mind where you're just over it, because trust me, I've been there. If you're over it, just allow Jesus to take that on with you. And it's it's a lot less stressful. It's not always easy, but it's a lot less stressful. Now, the second lesson that I would say that we learned today is that not every person you encounter is somebody that you need to date. I know, um, especially from this experience, that um, some people just come into your lives to help you grow in other ways. It's not that every time you see a guy or you see a girl that you think you're going to like that you have to date them. and it's okay to just be friends. It's okay to even just be acquaintances. Or it doesn't even have to get that far. What if this person is just somebody who helps you one day? You may never see them again. <laughs> um, but yeah, for the for this story, 
um, you know, I, I did mention that even though it didn't work out, um, this guy that I was, you know, going on dates with, he did help expose another side of me that I realized that I really liked. Open mics had been something that had been literally missing from my life. Granted, I had done them before, but I missed them. And I missed singing and I missed um, just being in a creative space and taking chances like that. So that really, um, being, being in that environment was just really like, exciting to me and I had forgotten all about that um and I really think it brought back like a lot of my creativity after that now lastly my last takeaway from this or our last takeaway from this is that it is okay to define your relationships um I truly believe that defining the situation brings clarity and clear expectations and boundaries um, and honestly, I do think that it's important because everybody has a role that they play in your life, no matter how big or how small. And honestly, it just cuts down on so much wondering, so many thoughts that may go through your head, especially if you're like me, you're an over, you're a textbook overthinker where you overthink everything to a T, like you're up at night thinking about what was said in the coffee shop like two days ago by your best friend but it wasn't even that serious like if you're like me then it just helps to define your relationships um and it was good that I had asked you know I might have wondered what our relationship was had I not asked about it now I didn't get the answer that I wanted clearly because I was mad but you see how my expectation of our relationship totally shifted after we clarified um, what kind of relationship. And, and I keep using the word relationship, but honestly, we were just, you know, going on dates, getting to know each other. Um, and once I knew how he felt, I was able to, yeah, adjust my review and clearly tell him how he could treat me. Um, and that is what we call setting standards, setting boundaries, allowing people to treat you the way that you want to be treated. Now, um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. This is my very first one. I just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. I am so, so, so excited to share everything that I have and am continuing to learn about relationships. Um, and if you have any thoughts or comments or questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram. Um, and my Instagram is at untitled blog about relationships. Um, and yeah, just hit me up whenever. Um, but all right, guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in again. Um, and oh, shoot, I'm gonna have to redo this. <laughs>